Hello, and welcome to this edition of Your Indictment Briefing. The indictment of Trump for election interference in Georgia will likely come next week. It's really important to understand all the implications of the Georgia case because it, like Jack Smith's indictment, covers the entire sprawling conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election. The same things that I'm about to tell you that happened in Georgia also happened in six other states where Trump had entire teams engaged in nefarious, multi-pronged plots to overturn the election. Investigations are ongoing in Nevada, New Mexico, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Michigan issued 16 indictments last week in the so-called fake elector scheme. So we can expect that the Georgia case will preview what's coming in the other states, as well as give us some insight into what evidence Jack Smith intends to present at Trump's January 6th trial. So here's your briefing. The case in Georgia is significant because, first of all, it's a state charge, not a federal charge. Should Trump get reelected, he could theoretically pardon himself for federal charges, but the president has no power to pardon state charges. And in Georgia, you have to serve a minimum of five years of your sentence before their state board will even consider giving you a pardon. There is way more to this case than the part you've probably already heard about, which is Trump's phone call after the 2020 election to Brad Raffensperger, Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, asking him to find the 11,780 votes needed to hand the Georgia election to Trump. Here are all the other charges and issues at stake in Georgia, which may end up resulting in dozens of indictments, several of them for some of the biggest names in Trump's inner circle yet. Calls were made by Trump and others, including Lindsey Graham, to other local Georgia officials as well, and each of those potentially carries its own charges. Trump surrogates, including Lindsey Graham, Rudy Giuliani, and Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, went to Georgia to stir up claims that the Georgia vote was tampered with and thus invalid, and to therefore substitute in the Trump electors for Georgia. Georgia is one of the seven states that participated in the plan to create alternative slates of electors to cast their electoral votes for Trump even after the states had already certified their counts and sent their electoral votes to Congress. Charges in Georgia for fake electors overlap charges in Jack Smith's case. And note that the state of Michigan has already indicted all 16 of their fake electors. An investigation into this prong of the scheme is ongoing in Arizona and other states where it occurred. The attempt to overturn the election necessitated turning up evidence of voting machines having been tampered with to cast votes for Biden when people had selected Trump, among other spurious claims. This prong was overseen by Trump lawyer Sidney Powell and carried out by the firm Cyber Ninjas, which gained access to and opened up 2020 voting machines in several of those states, including Arizona and Colorado that participated in the fake elector scheme, aided by local Republican officials and elections precinct workers. 
In January 2021, in Coffee County, Georgia, two employees of Cyber Ninjas were escorted into the Coffee County Elections Office by Georgia fake elector and Coffee County Republican Chairwoman Kathy Latham and given access to their voting machines, which they opened. According to a recorded conversation obtained by CNN, one of the participants said, The same people who went to Michigan and did all that forensic stuff on computers, they sent their team down to Coffee County, Georgia, and they scanned all that equipment and imaged all the hard drives and scanned every single ballot. The plan was to use trumped up, such an appropriate word these days, election machine data to decertify elections in the states, recall their electors, and substitute in the fake Trump electors for the legal Biden electors. The spurious claims that the voting machines were somehow altered or tampered with to favor Biden over Trump ties into the Dominion lawsuit against Fox, which was settled by Fox in an undisclosed agreement which started the drumbeat about hampered with voting machines that Trump also hammered on social media. Georgia is also where two elections workers, mother and daughter Wandrea Ross and Ruby Freeman, who both testified to the House Committee on January 6th, were engaged in a civil lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani for basically destroying their lives by posting video of them supposedly substituting in tubs of fake votes for Biden during the Georgia recount. My name is Ruby Freeman. I've lost my name and I've lost my reputation all because a group of people starting with number 45 and his ally Rudy Giuliani decided to scapegoat me and my daughter, Shay, to push their own lies about how the presidential election was stolen. Oddly, in the middle of the suit, Giuliani has conceded that what he said about the pair was false. So we're watching the outcome of that one, too. And a procedural point. Fannie Willis is trying this as a RICO case a tactic she used to gain multiple convictions years ago against the Atlanta school system for fraudulently raising students' standardized test scores to make themselves look better. RICO, ironically, can be summed up by QAnon's slogan, where we go one, we go all. It allows prosecutors to charge every member of a criminal enterprise with the crime, and it's used to go after gangs and organized crime. So there you have it. You're ready to read the Georgia indictment when it comes, and you also now see where Jack Smith is likely to go with the false electors charges that he did not reveal in the indictment. There's quite a bit to know about Georgia, but it represents years of reading primary sources on my part that I grudgingly have to thank long COVID for when I could barely pick my head up for a year to do anything else. If you find these briefings helpful, please share. People need to know and understand how huge this plot to overturn the 2020 election became. And they need to know that after losing election challenges in 63 separate courts in multiple states and the Supreme Court, this illegal plot continued on its lunatic fringe, multi-pronged assault on free and fair elections, the bedrock of democracy, 
and no amount of bloviating by Trump or his lawyers about free speech can make it seem benign. <laughs>